What's up, what's up, Highness Queen? We are back with another episode of Bluntly Black Girls. And um, this is an episode I've been wanting to do for quite a while because, you know, I always got questions. I love to Google. And even more than I love to Google, I love to ask people questions because I feel like, you know, there's only so much. Well, I mean, you can get a lot of fucking information from Google. Don't get I know this. But it's just different when you're talking to somebody, you're smoking a blunt, having a conversation, and learning things. I love that. That's why we're here doing this podcast. So I have been wanting to learn more about herbs, different herb blends, all of that. I went and found a smoking sister, a highness queen. Um, her name is Malia of the Official House of Healing, and she knows her shit about herbs she actually knows her shit about a lot of other stuff as well um i'm gonna leave her titles to the episode because she's just like so fucking amazing that i want you to hear it as close to live as possible so um but just know malia from the official house of healing is our guest this week she's coming to us from tampa florida and we just have a grand old fucking time as always now vulnerable moment here guys um I really fought with myself about releasing this episode and not because the content isn't great because I absolutely love the content but because the audio is not to my standards um apparently I probably forgot to hit the echo cancellation button when I was recording this I was recording my parents garage so there definitely is an echo through most of the second half of this that said the word of the year is execute and I'm going to continue fighting this imposter syndrome with everything that I have in me, um, because we, we got shit to do. We got places to go. We got, we, this, I got goals. We got like, there are things that I want to do and imposter syndrome is only going to keep me from doing that. Logically. I know that, but putting it into practice is a very different thing. So I say all that to say that I really, um, fought with myself over whether or not to release this episode due to the audio quality. However, the content is great in my opinion. Um, Malia is amazing. And she, it, it was just like a really good time. So we're saying fuck perfection. Um, and we're going to execute. We're going to release this. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I do sincerely apologize um, that there is the echo and some other audio stuffs going on in this episode. But I hope that you still get um, a lot of knowledge and a lot of whatever you get from my podcast episodes. I hope you still get that in this episode. Um, yeah. So, um, what are we talking about in this episode? We talk about plant and herbal medicine, obviously. Uh, we talk about following your soul. We talk about embracing our queendom. And, like, when I say she was dropping knowledge all over the place, she was she was teaching me things, y'all. I discovered, not really discovered, because she, she taught me, 
that there's a difference between spearmint and peppermint. It was a light bulb moment, people. You'll definitely want us to uh, stick around and tune in for it. Because if you're like me and you did not know that there was a difference, you're going to learn something as well. So let's get into this episode because I think I've talked enough now, even though you're about to go listen to me talk more. Um, comment, rate, subscribe. I am definitely at the point of begging for comments, rates, and subscriptions at this point. So please, 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 please do me the favor of doing that wonderful thing of pressing the button that says subscribe or pressing a few extra buttons and putting some comments um, on Instagram, on Twitter, on um, the podcast itself. It really, really does help me and help me continue to bring quality content to y'all um, with better audio. <laughs> Anyways, all right, let's get high and get into this episode. Let's do it. Yes. So let me introduce who came to smoke with me today. It's my girl, Highness Queen Malia. Am I saying that right? Yes, you are. Awesome. Um, and so I, I really just love, just absolutely fell in love with your self-description on your bio on Instagram. Thank you. Um, erotic alchemist, herbalist. And conscious canna activist. Like, I mean, that's that, that, that's a list. <laughs> yes. That is some wonderful, amazing stuff. And so when I seen that, I was like, oh, we have to have her on. It's like, it has to be a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your page is absolutely gorgeous. I'm hoping that y'all can't hear my dog barking. She's going crazy right now because my mom is coming in the house. Gotcha. I hear just like a little uh, echo, but it's not like super loud. Okay. Well, you know, she's just making a little guest appearance. <laughs> Welcome time into the show. Um, but yeah, I, I, when I went to your page and your website and everything is just so aesthetic and beautiful and calming and black, like as in the culture, not the actual color. Uh, like, I just, I love everything about it. So how about now I stop talking and you tell us about yourself, Malia, and uh, your relationship with cannabis. Yeah, so I, I wear many hats, but as a conscious cannabis activist, I basically hold sacred spaces for people to learn how to be more intentional with smoking. Um, society in, in our world today, it's very easy to mindlessly smoke. You know, we smoke to avoid our feelings, to you know, release ourselves from the day. Like we, we use it in ways that truly mask what's going on. And the thing is, is that Canna doesn't, in my opinion, Canna doesn't get the recognition that it deserves as a plant medicine. People love to praise ayahuasca, bufo, shrooms, like all the other things, which are great. I love them all. But there's this stigma behind Canna. You know, your stoners are lazy. They're this, they're that. And it's like, no, we're very productive people. And the thing is, is when you truly learn how to approach any plant medicine, but especially canna with actual intent and being mindful of your, your why, you know, there's medicine there. And I feel like if more people had access to learning how to experience that, the entire world would view, have a different view on, on canna. So 
that's why I do what I do. You know, I was one of those people, especially during the pandemic, it was so easy to just sit there and blow the day away because what else are you going to do? Right. But then once I started becoming mindful with it and really like using it to connect with my ancestors, to connect with my higher self, to do some really deep like journaling and introspection and just healing, it opened up a whole new world for me. And I'm just like, yo, our people, we need this. We, we need this. So that's why I hold, I hold these spaces for people. I'm very pro, pro can. I talk about it all day, every day. You know, I, I could do it in my sleep, but it's it's something that if we're going to be doing it anyway, why not add a little more intentionality and truly tap into the spiritual aspect of it? Because there's a lot of healing and medicine there that's for you. So I love that. Um, really, when I first asked you on, it was really towards the herbalist portion, like I really want, which we are, we're going to get into the herbs today. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about it. This is an episode that I've been wanting to record for a very long time. So um, I admit that when I saw your page, I kind of got tunnel vision um, because I was like, yes, this is what I want. And then um, when I was going to do the research for the actual outline and everything for you to get ready to come on today, mm-hmm. I went a little bit deeper into like your page and your website and what it is you do. And I was like, oh my God, like, were we led to each other? Because that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Like, okay. make sure that people... One, this is an amazing plan. You can do so many things. Um, and the two, I personally don't think you always have to be... In- well, I do think you should be intentional, even if that intent is to just sit and get couch walk. So to me, that's still being intentional. If your intention Absolutely. is to just not do anything to relax or like you said release from the day that is being intentional um and making sure that you put some thought behind your choices so that they can be so much more impactful yes um and so when i was reading all of your stuff i was like oh my god like talk about being like you seek and you shall find your people like (laughs) i found somebody that's my people's so i love that i love um what you're doing and your mission um very much aligns with um our mission here i know that i need get the right name because i had already wrote that we was i was gonna bring it up later but since we we're talking about how much intentionality we have Mm -hmm. i'm gonna bring it up um the inhale with intent downloadable guide on your website. Yes. That's what really caught my eye. Um, again, because I was like, oh, this is straight in line. Exactly what I'm trying to do with the Intentional Highness Journal. Um, okay. Where you can track your experiences so you know how different things affect you. So, again, you have that intentionality behind it. Mm-hmm. So, I think that everybody should, like, literally go over to your website right after this episode is done and download that definitely they should because the guide basically teaches you how to create a conscious smoke ritual for yourself right because intentionality looks different for everyone so versus Mm -hmm. giving you like a step-by-step do this this and this i basically outline every single thing that has helped me create a practice and it's for inspiration for you to pick and choose what feels good, what feels aligned with what you need at the time, and really just giving you the foundational piece work to create something that feels good. Because a part of the intentionality is, is wanting to do that every time. You know, if you have this whole 10-step ritual, that may not be your jam, and that may turn you off from the 
entire experience. So maybe it's one or two things. The littlest thing can bring so much intentionality. So it's not even always about, you know, sitting down and having all the steps. It can be just as simple as praying over your blunt as you're rolling up, you know, adding certain herbs that uh, match your intentions at the time, or, you know, just putting on music that matches your intention. It's a lot, you know, there's a lot that you can do to create intentionality. And the biggest thing is I want people to be creative about it and, and with it, because that's where the true magic lies. I can tell you all day, every day what to do, but until you take that magic into your own hands and put your, your zhuzh on it, that's when it will become the thing for you. Right. That's when you build that connection, that bond. Absolutely. Like we, you can be given the the guidelines or the outline or the, the roadmap, essentially. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you start building your houses on that roadmap or you start, you know, putting some trees, decorating things to look how you want it. Um, if you don't, if you can't tell, I love analogies. Um, then it's not it's not your roadmap. And so you put like you say you put your own judge, you name your road, okay, you gotta do all these things to yeah. make it yours. And even if that thing is like you said, just praying that over your blood, which I know for me when I do my um when we get to our high blessings, that has actually become a very uh ritualistic and important part for me at least in terms of doing my high blessings is um, inhaling, you know, as I say them, exhaling all the bad stuff and like really making that a ritual. And for me, something that small as combining my intentions and my affirmations and my manifestations with what I do every day, smoking a blunt and yes. making it a, a, a very personal experience every single time has made a world of difference. And one, how easy it is for me to do my affirmations, because, you know, especially in the beginning, affirmations, manifestations, all that, it, it can be hard to come up with whatever it is you're trying to say. Yeah. This has really made it easier for things to kind of pop up in my head, I think, because I'm relaxed in the moment. So I, I love that. I say all that to say. I love that. Um, I will definitely be downloading the guide. And I think everybody else should download the guide, because who doesn't want to build a personal connection with the plant? Yeah, it really makes the experience so much more valuable. Like I said, even if you're just smoking because you want to sit down and eat a bunch of munchies and, you know, watch a funny movie. Having the right shit to do that and setting the right intentions to do that makes the experience so much better. That movie is going to be 10 times funny. Absolutely. Guarantee it. Absolutely. That burger you eating, the pop, that popcorn you eating, gonna taste ten, ten times t- better. Yes, <laughs> every single aspect of that that smoke sesh, that ritual, whatever you want to call it, it becomes amplified. So that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing around your intentions. Whatever you do, everything should be intentional. You know. Yeah, I agree fully, hundred percent, four hundred and twenty percent. If we want to be cute about it, I like uh, that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So how long have you been consuming cannabis? Like, what's your cannabis origin story? Um, man, I'd say, like, straight out of high school. Um, just, OG like, yeah, like, social parties and, yeah. you know, situations like that. But it didn't really uh, become, like, a lifestyle thing for me until maybe, like, five years ago. And then... I started becoming like super intentional around it, maybe like what year are we in? 2023. So yeah, so about three years ago. Yeah. And um what do you what 
was there a reason for that change or that that shift or you just was like well maybe three years ago like you said that was covid and that's probably when you were like oh shit i'm just smoking the smoke yeah you know you you don't really realize how much you just do things for the hell of it until you're just forced to be in your home you know you really check yourself with your habits and all of that and it just kind of got to a point where it's just like why am i doing this like, what is the point of this? And I was at a point in my life where I was questioning every single thing that I did. So that that was just a natural, you know, um, evaluation at the time. And it's just like, I'm just doing it for the hell of it. There's really no reason. There's not like a, I couldn't tell you why, you know. And I was at a point in my life where every single thing that I do has to have a why. And that why has to resonate with where I am in life, where I'm headed, all the things. So from that point, I was just like, all right, what does intentionality around that looks like to me? What does that feel like? You know, what am I getting out of the experience? And from there, I was able to start connecting with my ancestors more um, just from that switch alone and being intentional. And in doing that, I would use cannabis to commune with them as an offering to them, as a way of gratitude, as a way of learning from them. And really just ancestral veneration and honoring them through plant medicine has opened up a world of change and healing and expansion and just newness for me. So there really is no way that I could go back. Like I, it's so ingrained in me that even if I'm in a social setting and I'm smoking, best believe you may not see me full on like say my intentions out loud, but best believe the blunt is going to be blessed every single time, every single time. So have you always been um, a very spiritual, con spiritually connected person or was that more of a journey that you found later in life? Um, it's been, it's a little bit of both. Personally, growing up, I never like religion and like Christianity. It never sat right with me. It would always disturb my spirit. Like I would always feel like something was missing. They're lying to me. This is not. This is not the thing, right? And it wasn't until I became an adult and like decided to leave the church um, and really try to understand like who God was to me and what that relationship looked like to me. And just from being open to that, that's what kind of opened up my world to spirituality. I feel like I've always been a spiritual person. Just didn't know what to label it you know and then once I started getting older and maturing and starting putting two and two together it's like okay this is why you like religion gives you the ick because this is your lane over here because you're you're a spiritual being before anything else and this is your sweet spot this is in this lifetime this is the area that you need to lean into as far as like your spirituality and understanding who you are as an energetic being so I just surrendered to that process and it's been, I'd say I've been on my spiritual journey consciously for about five or six years now. And I never really like spoke about it. I just kind of did my thing on the low up until maybe like 2020, 2021 is when I like came out the spiritual closet. <laughs> right in time for the cannabis in the, in the, uh, oh, what's the word? The cannabis has got to me. The COVID. Yes. The cannabis, COVID, and the spirituality said, okay, we're going to figure something out because being in this house mm -hmm. ain't it. And you all know the what? time. We're going to cope with being in yes. this house. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. The only yeah. way the only way I could have been able to cope was to allow myself to heal. And I understand that everybody's experience with COVID was different and I respect everyone's experience. I honor that because I completely understand there was a, com a whole different reality for a lot of individuals. But COVID was the best thing that happened to me. Honestly, having I, that time I, to just be about me, it mm -hmm. saved me. It did. There are times where I have that same feeling and I always feel some type of guilt is really the only word that I could assign to it yeah. about feeling that or saying that. Because like you said, I respect and I understand that it was a very different reality for other people. Um, I personally did not have anyone anywhere remotely connected to me um, that passed from COVID. Okay. I, I know people who, who got it and got it really bad, but I don't know anyone who passed. And so Same. I respect that experience and that reality, and I have empathy for that. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't necessarily my experience. Right. And so COVID literally pushed me out of a, a environment that I was quote unquote, trying to get out of. And I say quote unquote, because I wasn't really trying. Like I knew I needed to get out of it. I knew I, this wasn't the place for me, um, but I was just being complacent and just sitting there and still doing nothing about it. Yeah. COVID said, oh, I bet you're going to do something about this. We ain't yeah. going to give you no option to do yeah. something about this. Yeah. And that it pushed me out of that experience into one that is much better, still has its issues, but much better, much more um, abundant, much more financially secure. And it's still not my end, but it also gave me the jump start for this podcast to okay. really get dedicated. And like, I still struggle with consistency, <laughs> but it gave me the downtime to really sit and think and figure out what do I want? How am I going to get there? And actually finally get up and fucking do it. Because yes. I'm always a planner. I'm always in my head. I'm always thinking. I'm always planning shit out. Mm -hmm. But the do. <laughs> the yeah. do doesn't yeah. always come. Yeah. COVID said, you're going to do this. Right. I mean, you really and didn't have any other choice. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. You had nothing but time. You know, like, mm -hmm. you couldn't make an excuse if you wanted to. Would... Right. And who knows where I would be if I hadn't been forced to make the moves that yeah. I had known I already needed to make. Yeah, I'd probably be sitting there uh, unhappy, unfulfilled, um, and really just not in a great space. Yeah, for very little money. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm grateful for uh, the shift, and I'm grateful for your shift because it's not easy to to step up to the plate like that. Even when you are being forced, you know it's it's not easy yeah. at all. So to bet on yourself like that, kudos to you. Thank you, thank you very much. I'm just glad to hear that I'm not the only one who didn't necessarily have a horrible COVID experience um, because I really do have some guilt around saying that sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that and um, being vulnerable in that way and letting me know I'm not out here alone. You're not. <laughs> You're not. Because as yeah. much as we focus on the, the bad things, you know, that happened with COVID, there was just equally just as, as much good, if not great, you know, and I believe in duality in all things. And if we're going to have a conversation about something, then we're going to have a full conversation about it, like 
all sides. So those, and everyone feels that way. Everyone has the guilt. I, I feel that way too. I think everyone who had a positive experience around that feels that guilt. And I think more people need to have these type of conversations because there's no shame in us taking that time and using it to our fullest advantage in whatever way that that looked like. There's nothing we should feel guilty around that about, you know, because we could have all made different decisions. Everyone could have, but I feel like you stepping up to the plate and saying, you know what, during this time, I'm going to be about me. I'm going to use this global shift to shift my reality and align with it in a way that brings some sort of healing, some sort of change, some sort of progression in my life. There's no need to feel guilty about that at all. It, it sucks. It really does. It's a hard feeling to feel, but. <laughs> right. Especially because when you say it that way, and even when I think it that way, because I, I do, you have the thoughts and like, I know that I really shouldn't feel quote unquote guilty. And so when I tell myself that, or when you hear somebody else say that, you mm-hmm. uh, logically think, yes, you're right. But then that moment happens, you're like, oh no, I shouldn't feel good about this. Like yeah. you still revert back to those to those old thoughts. So it's definitely um, breaking those thought patterns mm-hmm. and like saying like, you know, my ability to progress is not equal to somebody else's demise. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, like like you said, duality, two things can be true. It can have been a very bad, horrible experience for you over here and still a good experience or a decent experience or like a number seven experience, you know, on a scale of one to 10 uh, for the next person. So thank you for the reminder. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I love that. I love that, um, the evolution that I, that I'm hearing in your story, like, you know, um, religion is also something that is, I don't want to say that it's never sat right with me. Um, I didn't grow up in the church. We went to church every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, but as I got older, seeing the difference between what people say and what people do always bothered me yeah in the church and so i am not necessarily a fan of religion Mm -hmm. but i am a follower of god yes i feel like religion has a lot of man in it and Mm -hmm. that's the part that i just man is fallible man does bad things And so, and, and that's part of the story. So I'm not right. necessarily saying, like, well, I do something, some people are bad, but I'm not necessarily saying that you're a bad person if you don't follow the, the Bible for, you know, word for word, because I sure now don't. But you don't get to chastise me about whatever my evils are. And then you sitting over here licking the pastor's ear on, on Monday, but you was praying on Sunday. Like, yeah. I, that's the part that I could never get with. Yeah. And so that's a lot of kind of what I heard and what you were saying. It's like there was things that just didn't sit right with your spirit. And so you have to go and find the solution to those, whatever yeah. that solution. I'm not here to begrudge anybody their solution as long as you're not hurting babies, kids, people, humans, or animals. Exactly. That's exactly right. how I feel. Live your best life. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you find that works for you and that anchors you and makes you feel connected to source and you feel it is guiding you in whatever way, shape, or form, Ride that shit till the sunset. 
Yep. You know, as long as you're not being evil with it, malicious, go live your life. Like, that's what we're all here to do. We all have our own journeys, our own things to discover, our own gifts to, to provide to the collective. Like, and you can never do that if you aren't fully showing up as your most authentic self in all facets, especially when it comes to religion or spirituality or whatever you believe. Being authentic about, you know, how you anchor yourself in this in this world and in this universe is very crucial. And we need more people doing that because we're all here to do something and we're all being led by something. Why not be unapologetic about it and see where it takes you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Be unapologetically you. Be, be bluntly black. All of those things. Yes. Um, yeah, I see. I told you when we was talking about setting this up, we was like, "This is gonna be a bomb ass conversation." <laughs> conversation. And it feels so Not natural, though. You know, yeah, yes. it, it feels natural. It this feels all good. the feels right now. I'm like, yes, this is like a kindred spirit right here. Yeah, she understands me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, this is like my third podcast interview this year, and honestly, I started saying yes to doing podcast interviews this year. But I was very intentional about the podcast, what we'd be talking about, the energy. So this is not a coincidence at all. Trust me. I fully believe that. I forget what it was. I would have to go back and look at our message. But there was something we were planning. I was like, oh my God, me too. (laughs) That's what I knew. That's yes. What I yes, I remember that. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so before we get in, we've, I mean, we've already kind of got in because I'm telling you, I'm feeling very <laughs> spiritually awakened at the moment. Um, it may be because I just woke up from a nap, but we're going to say it's because of this high vibrational person. <laughs> it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but before we move on, I always like to check in with my guests and see mm-hmm. how your mental health has been doing. Um, I don't think we're checking in with each other enough. And so yeah. I'm really intentional about making sure that I check in with my Highness Queen sisters to see how's your week been? How's your mental health been? How are you doing? You know, I, I appreciate that question because as someone within the community who is looked to as a healer, I don't like to label myself as that, but people look to me as that. People don't ask, you know, how are you? You know, what's going on in your world? So just asking that um, heals spaces within me. So thank you for, for doing that. Yes. That's very key. I am doing well. Um, in full transparency, I have just relocated to a new city. I was originally in Houston, now I'm in Tampa, a city that I've never been to. My soul just kind of led me here. Um, and I am that's just- That's not a little move, that's a some states over. Yeah, yeah. And being here has, I had two intentions for me being here and it was to find my community because I felt very, isolated for a very long time in my life and to be around healthy masculine energy. I felt like that's something that I'd never experienced. And being here has opened both of those doors for me and it has restored my faith and not only in my spirituality and in my magic and in my desires, but just in other human beings in general, especially when it comes to men and masculine energy. So I would have to say that my mental health is in a great space right now because I'm truly understanding the fruits of trusting myself 
and allowing myself to be led to different places, different energy, different spaces, and just being open to the unknown. I'm a very methodical person. I'm a Virgo. So if you can't tell me plan A, B, C, all the way through Z, and then we're going to start over with A, A, if you can't tell me all of that, I'm not budging. <laughs> I'm not budging. But here I am being literally just living life day by day. <clears throat> and it's been working out. It's been beautiful. It's been flourishing. It's been a journey for sure. It has not been easy, but um, I'm just experiencing a new freedom within my myself and in my body and in my spirit. So I'm feeling blessed. I'm feeling good. If you if we would have had this conversation a month ago, it'd probably be a little different of an answer. Um, but I'm grateful for the progression and healing that I've been able to experience just from putting my feet in different soil and literally the sand. So <laughs> that is so amazing. And I am so happy to hear that you are following, you know, your soul and where it's leading you. I know that moving across like from, to a whole new, even if it's not across the, you know, some states, moving to a whole new area that you don't know anything and nobody knows you, that is terrifying. Yeah. Or at least it was for me. I still live in the same city I grew up in. Okay. Um, now I go other places, but just sometimes thinking about moving even, you know, to a different location in the Bay, I'm like, but I don't know anything out there. Yeah. And that, I don't let that stop me from doing it. It's not yeah. the reason I haven't moved to that. But mm -hmm. it's just the initial amount of fear is wild. And mm -hmm. so for you to be like, well, we're going to do this shit anyway. Like, that is a beautiful thing and, and a very courageous thing. And um, I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah. Um, you said that you were led to to move for those two reasons. One, mm -hmm. what were those reasons again? And two, what do you... I'm trying to think. I, this is a question I've been wanting to ask for like a few weeks and I've been trying to think of the right way to say it. Okay. But like, what is it, what does it feel like to know like you're receiving a message to do something? Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. Like, how do you, like what is that? Because I think I'm really trying to work on doing that, like listening to what God is telling me and where is he leading me and where's my spirit leading me. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I know, like, am I going to get a phone call? You know, you go in the middle of the night, I'm going to have a dream. <laughs> I'm in my dreams. So like, yeah. what is that? Or at least what was it like for you? If, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah. So my intentions again were to find community and to be in the presence of healthy masculine energy. And when it comes to those nudges and just hearing guidance, I'll, I'll explain it like this <clears throat> because you have spirit, you have God, the divine, whoever you look to, whatever you call it, you have that sort of connection. And for me personally, it feels like this vibrational energy that was like swirling over the top of my head, like the crown chakra, essentially. So it feels like that but it also like pierces down into my heart at the same time. And it's a very um, undeniable type of feeling and nudge. So that's one aspect. Um, another is your higher self. So that's 
the future version of you, the one who's been there, done that, and knows exactly where you're headed and has all the answers to everything you could ever think of because they've already lived it for you. Your higher self, for me, that feels like an internal conversation with myself, but the voice and the tone is very sure and determined. It's never anything that has that kind of eh or mm at the end. It's like boom, 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 boom. She's very direct, very, there is no if, ands, or buts. I said what I said. That's that type of energy. It, it, it almost like pushes my body forward sometimes. And then there's your body, there's your intuition. And a lot of times people will say, oh, your higher self is your intuition, which is, yes, they work twofold. But your body itself, especially women, we are designed to be intuitive beings. We have our womb space. That's where our intuition lies. That's where all of these things originate from. And that just feels like a deep, gut, like, raw knowing like when you're really connected and online with your womb and understanding how she communicates with you because it's going to be a little different for everyone so that's why I'm giving you the long answer because this may work with something that some things that I'm saying may hit and it may not but it'll all make sense in the end but when it comes to like your womb space it just feels like this deep like rooted nudge it like pushes you forward your your hips kind of rock or they buck when it happens so it's really more so about being mindful of how your body is responding when you're having those moments and that'll kind of tell you where it's rooted if where it's rooted from i love that and i think that's um if to to kind of maybe answer my own question um, like I said, I've been thinking about this for a very long time and I've been wanting to ask somebody who is a little bit more spiritual, mm-hmm. in your case, a lot more spiritual than I am, I would assume, uh, just knowing me. Um, but <laughs> I was like, I want to ask the right person. I want to ask the right person. And then when we're sitting here talking about it, it just felt like this is the time to ask that question. And, um, and I really enjoyed, uh, your answer. And I think I, I can, um, just the fact that I feel like it, your answer gave me the answer mm-hmm. to my actual question. Like, if that makes sense, not directly mm-hmm. by the words, but the feelings that your answer yeah. gave me, um, yeah. that is very special. Um, and that's and, why I worded it that way, because your yeah. listeners are going to hear this too. And the thing is, is I can tell you the answer, but you appreciate it more when it's confirmation and it's not just given to you you know what I'm saying so it'll hit everyone differently energetically and that's their confirmation because the answer is going to be different for everyone I love that and I appreciate you sharing that and um, really giving me something to continue this thought process like I said I'm always thinking in my head about 7,500 different things um so you know now that you know railroad track and put the next brick down and we'll keep on going there you go um, I don't even know how we got there, but your mental health is doing well. Yes, ma'am. You are finding the community and the masculine energy that is supportive to you, and that mm-hmm. is a very beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you when you say you moved to Tampa, like what about Tampa? Was it just like one day I woke up and hey, Tampa? 
honestly, kind of. So here's the thing. I'm, I'm originally from Nashville, born and raised. I lived there all my life until I moved to Houston like a year and a half ago. Now, when I moved to Houston, before I moved, I knew that I wasn't going to be there long. I knew that I would only be there for the duration of whatever lease I signed, right? Mm-hmm. So I knew that when I was there, I had an expiration date. So maybe six months, let's say, I'd say maybe January this year. I'm like, all right, my lease is going to be up in September. You know, universe, I, I know that I'm supposed to be moving. I don't know where because I can't see the, the bigger picture. So I'm going to lean on to, onto you and I need you to tell me where. I need you to show me in ways that are blatantly clear to where I cannot question, I cannot doubt it. Like, show me in my most stubborn, because y'all know I'm stubborn. So make it plain. So in the same way, I, yeah. <laughs> so in the same the same way, I would see Texas license plates when I was in Nashville. I started seeing Florida plates in into when I was in Texas, and so it didn't click at first because I just I was like, okay, we're just gonna see because maybe I'm like because at that time I was all going through a breakthrough and they lived in Florida or a break up. You know, you know, it was a breakthrough. You're right, Spirit. But anyway, it was a breakup. See what I'm saying? See, it just kind of came out. But during that time, I was going through a breakup and they lived in Florida. So I didn't want to like be presumptuous with that energy. But I'm just like, just keep showing me. If that's the case, then keep showing me. And so I finally surrendered to it when um, the I saw Florida plates that had my birthday, 919. And I was like, all right, bet. So we're moving to Florida. Got you. So <laughs> now we know the state. I need you to tell me where, because I don't see myself in South Beach, though I love Miami. I don't see myself living there. But I need to be somewhere that is for me, where my community is, where I can actually thrive in person with people and not lean on virtual spaces too much, and where I could like find my people, do my thing, be my most authentic self, and just live my fucking life. I'm ready to live. And I want to be in a city where I can experience everything that I want to do to where it does not feel like I have a life that I have to vacation from. That's what I wanted out of life. And I happened to meet a mutual of mine on social media. And I just happened to ask, like, like what part of Florida are you in? And they said Tampa. And when they said that, it just hit my gut like winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's where you're about to be. And I'm like, but I've never moved there. I've never like traveled there. I've never, never been to Tampa. Like I'd been to Houston before. So I knew kind of sort of what I was getting myself into, but I'd never been to Tampa. And then my gut's like, you just asked for all of these things. You don't have to, yes. Like, are you going to go or what? Because all the things that you're asking for and all the things that. Is it going to happen? Right. Like the only thing holding you up is you at this point. So I was like, all right. Bet, let's do it. So here I in September, I packed up everything yet again, and here I am. <laughs> here I am. You know, um, I love that story. I, I think that is such a beautiful, beautiful story to have. And what I love the most, I think, is the specificity around what you ask for. And I think um, that's the part that I'm learning is so crucial is you have Mm -hmm. to be extremely explicit, extremely intentional about the things that you're asking for. Um, And that's what is going to help build that picture 
mm-hmm. um, because again, visualization is something that's very huge for me. I'm a very visual person. Um, and that's, I think, maybe the key to get to the visualization, right? Uh, again, I'm kind of like, my best friend is a Virgo, so I very much, I feel like I'm very much uh, a <laughs> and there are very much similarities around how our brains kind of work sometimes. We need okay. the We need a plan. I need to know step one, two, three. I need A, B, C, all of them, like you said. And that's kind of how I picture most things. So in terms of um, figuring out how to manifest the things I want, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, visualization, but how do we get to the visualization? And I think specificity and asking for those things, being very specific, is that like if visualization is C, step C, the specificity is B. You know what I mean? And I want to and, add uh, to that, the feeling, too, because yeah, yeah. the emotion behind it, that's the big thing. That's what moves the manifestation. That's what makes your, your list even more specific. It's how these things feel. What is it that you want to feel? You know, because we can say we want to we want to manifest a six figure a multiple six figure life when really you just want freedom. You know what I'm saying? And and you're looking at it in the, the form of, have you know, finances, which Friday. that would give you freedom, essentially. But if it, if you're tied down to a business to where <laughs> you don't have freedom, but now you have all this money, are you truly free? You know, so the emotion behind your manifestations are just as much as important as the 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 thing itself and the the visualization. Put it all together. That's what a lot of people miss is the feeling aspect. So once you have those three right there and you're aligned with that, easy peasy. I love that. So we're saying the feelings, the yes. vision, yes, and the, the specificity. Yes. I love it. I, I love lists. So <laughs> same. I love same. that list. <laughs> same. Um let's see. What are we smoking today? Let's get into what a quick rundown of what we're smoking today. I just, I, I have all the feels. And I am normally somebody who doesn't, I I know I feel things, but I, I'm not good with feelings. And maybe that's part of the reason why, you know, man, that's something I got to work on. But mm-hmm. this conversation is giving me all the feels. Good. Yeah, I um, love that. Yeah. You, you and me both? <laughs> Um, let's talk about what we're smoking today. Did you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. So I have Tahoe Hydro. Uh, it's the brand. The This is Cheetah Piss crossed with Project 4516-4516. Um, and, you know, every time I say that, it reminds me of Lilo and Stitch. Because, like, what project <laughs> was that? What project he was. But, um... That's what it reminds me of. It's a hybrid. The terps are caryophyllene, limonene, and humulene. Okay. And yeah, and so it's one of those ones that gets me a little bit creative, but not like too crazy because I wanted this to be a nice little calm kind of uh, conversation. But I, again, just woke up from a nap, so I needed something to give me a little boost as well. And I think it's. <laughs> Okay. I think it's doing it uh, pretty good. I made sure to um, roll too, just because sometimes I'll be smoking so much and then not even paying attention. Like you said, 
being very unintentional about it. I looked down and the whole damn joint is gone. <laughs> That's so, how I it is sometimes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's how it is. Yes. Um, so what do you have over there? So I was able to get my hands on like some Poseidon OG, which I'm not sure if that's, I believe it's a hybrid. Um, I've never heard of it, but it sounds amazing. Oh, it's one of my favorite um, strands, honestly. I, I don't try to get too like in the weeds with that because um, my herbs, like that's a whole other world and I, it takes me a while to learn things. So I try not to overwhelm myself, but I stick to what I know and it's one of my, my favorites. I have that and I mixed it with some uh, blue lotus, a little bit of calendula and some rose petals. So that's what I have. So, okay. I'll save that question. We'll get into that question when we get into okay. the blunt talk. Okay. Um, but I love all of that. That sounds like a delicious <laughs> little, like salad. Of <laughs> oh, I goodness. love that as salad. <laughs> Yeah, somebody else told me that, but I think they were just saying like they had a bunch of random weed they didn't know what it was mixed together. Um, but I was like, but I love that salad. Is it's a salad? You put all the good, you know, veggies and stuff in there that makes you feel all good inside, Yay. including the lettuce, mm-hmm. cannabis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, side note, that just. I'm a sucker for names, and that just sounds like I would something I would absolutely have to have. So I'm assuming the OG is a little bit more sativa, and then I am a huge mythology like fanatic. Mm-hmm. So just deciding would make me want to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a good like it puts you it like drops you in your your body a lot more, mm-hmm. but it like also like frees you it's a weird like inside out type of like here i am type of yeah literally that's what it feels like (laughs) yeah it's a different type of float there we go (laughs) yes yes i love that so um are you more of a because i know you said you don't go too far from the strange you know but do you typically grab for more sativas hybrids or indicas or do you go based on what whatever my plug has that is fire. <laughs> yes. I, listen, I do not discriminate. I want my shit good. You know, that that's where I'm at with it. I don't care what the strand is. Surprise me. Right. <laughs> there you go. So now, because Florida is still not recreational legal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I mean, but I mean, then you live in Florida. So I was going to say, which means makes no sense, but Florida, honestly, you would th- makes sense. Yeah, yeah. There's that. <laughs> as, as a state, they're an interesting group. <laughs> Florida is not Florida is not real. I've been saying that forever. Florida is not a real place. It is not. <laughs> it so is not a real place. There, um, like a few weeks now, mm-hmm. do you have, have you had like any crazy, like what the hell is happening in Florida moments? Honestly, no. Like... I feel very fortunate because the people that I've been meeting and just in passing or whatever, they've all been very chill, very welcoming, very kind. I will go on the record to say that, like, I feel like the plugs in Florida are trash. I will say that. I will go. I will go. I will stand on a hill and say that because they're not about their money. And maybe I'm spoiled. I've never I've never had plugs that weren't about their money. You know what I'm saying? They're available. Like you call if they don't want to come. Yeah, like they they don't want to pull up. They don't want to meet. 
they they ghost you they try to throw dick at you like they their their stuff is trash it's like they they use it just to say that they are but they try to finagle other stuff it the plugs here are trash y'all are trash (laughs) (laughs) i want you to i need you to know because yeah like and maybe i've just been blessed with some good experiences with plugs i don't know but they're a different breed here and i don't like it I cannot say that I've ever had a plug ghost me. Like, See, you don't want money. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are you the like, plug if you don't want if you don't want to be a plug? Then just don't be a plug. Like they act like they're like you're bothering them. I'm like, y'all, I'm trying to put money in your pocket. Are you dumb? Like, what what is wrong with you? It make it it's maddening. It's insane here. Y'all got to do better. Yeah. <laughs> The weed and the accessibility to the to the weed is a very huge reason why I haven't moved out of California. Mm. Like I know there's other places that are also recreational, um, but just the ease, the level yeah. of good shit. Like yeah. I just don't know that I can give that up. <laughs> I, you know what? I feel you. That's the one thing that like people don't think about if you're like a, a, a smoker is when you move. Like that oh, yeah. needs to be a part of your research. I, I stand Absolutely. for that because not that I would have probably, I probably still would have moved here any either way, but I probably would have gotten a head start on finding a plug if I would have known that the first eight, and I'm not exaggerating, the first eight were going to play games with me. <laughs> like, you went through that? No. Um, yes. That's yes. crazy. Mm-hmm. Luckily. I mean, one, okay. Two is like, what's going on? But eight? And you they, know what? Don't want money. they don't want money. Because I'm just like, hey, you know, I'm new here. I'm trying to find, this is my spiel. I'm new here. Um, I'm trying to find a reliable plug. You know, I normally do zips. You know, what's your price? Are you looking for, you ain't just looking for A's? I'm looking for a whole, I'm looking for, for zips. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not bothering you for a 3.5. Give me, give me my ounce. You know, we can meet once a month and, and call it a day. And I don't know if they're intimidated by that or if they think I'm going to, like, rob them or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's crazy. It is insane. Well, that's interesting. Well, you know, <laughs> I will say that that's a Florida story because I ain't never heard nothing like that. Child, it, the Florida boys, y'all cute, but the plugs are trash. So I'm gonna need because you know we friends now and stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm your first like crazy ass Florida moment. I need you to message me and give me the whole story. I got you. I, I got you. The stories I be hearing out of Florida are. <laughs> I was like I said, it is not a real place. It's yeah. Real Did you see the um, the TikTok the other day with that guy dancing on top of the ambulance in uh, South I, Beach? Yeah, there was a, there's this guy. He dances on top of ambulances, and they just let him. It's the it's, but he can dance though, and he has smooth chocolate skin. He's handsome. Oh. Yeah, well, he just to, yeah. Well, I'm a, I do not want to download TikTok. I, I don't blame you. It is just going to be one more time suck in my life. I feel because you. Even Facebook and Instagram, I get to scrolling, and I don't know what's happening, and yeah. then. 
look up and it's been three hours. Mm-hmm. I got stuck on cleaning videos for like three hours one night. <laughs> and now I have to avoid them. Like, like every time I scroll and I randomly, because you know, after you don't watch something for a while, it'll go away. But then we start talking about it or like, and, pop pop up. Up. Mm-hmm. and I almost get sucked in. I'm like, no, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. <laughs> this is, this is going to start all over again. Right. Yeah, no, but I would pay to see a beautiful chocolate man dancing on Tickety Talk. <laughs> I would pay. I download it. Right. So, you've actually, my, my coworker is going to be so mad because I've been refusing to download Tickety Talk for like months. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, this is all it took for you to download it. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful chocolate yeah. man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes um, you look. Um, <laughs> So let's. <laughs> that's funny. I'm really sitting here thinking about downloading. Like I'm really, <laughs> really ready to risk it all just to see the man dancing on the ambulance. <laughs> um, let's get into our high blessings. Yeah. So uh, I think I went first on the what are we smoking? So I'm gonna let you go first on okay. the high blessings, and yeah. then just curious, do you like to. Um, do your blessing first and then smoke or smoke and then say your blessings like as you're breathing or like what's that routine kind of look like for you? Because I know that uh, ritual is the import is important to your consumption. So I'm just curious mm-hmm. what that looks like. Yes. Yeah, so when it comes to like my blessing and intentions, intention setting, it's going to always be like the first thing yeah. is um, like as I'm rolling up. So I always add herbs to my, my blunts, like corresponding herbs that match my intentions. That just feels really good to me. It feels innate. So that's my first way of intention. Of intention. And then as I'm rolling up, I'm usually saying my, my prayer. I'm thinking of my questions, the, the why behind, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm smoking. So it's before, but then also there's a little bit of during because smoking is, people don't Think of it as a form of breath work, but you are inhaling, you are exhaling, <coughs> excuse me. And it's super easy to create a breath sequence around that. And so as you're inhaling, you're infusing the intentions of the blunt, the intentions within your heart and your mind, you're infusing it deeper in your body. As you're exhaling, you're releasing the things that don't serve you. You're you know, allowing your body to ground or to elevate if you're allowing your chakras to open up. So it's a little bit of both. Um, but for me, it's mainly within the the beginning portion of it. Um, when I host most sessions for people, I it's a little it's all throughout because I'm guiding them on how to create that intentionality for themselves and showing them how it responds differently or how they respond differently to it. But it's all about what feels good to you. Um, Again, whatever feels good to you. But my my high blessing, which is my my personal mantra for life, especially right now, uh, is I was born to live a life filled with pleasure, passion, profits, and play. May everything I do be rooted in eroticism, expansion, and authenticity. I love that. Thank you. I, I really love a good affirmation manifestation that just encompasses so much but also is so specific so specific you know like it's i think for me um it gives room yeah right it gives yes. room to, because i i firmly believe that um when you have a plan god laughs 
Mm-hmm. And so but that we need to speak into what it is that we want. We need to speak those things into this existence. And so it is always this kind of like yes. timeline of specificity and broadness because you 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 make a plan and it's, 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 it's you know, yeah. you say, oh, yeah. show you what's really <laughs> Exactly. Like, Come on over here. <laughs> you, have, you have to ask for you what you want. And I just, I just... This feels very uh, much in the middle of those two things. So I think this mm-hmm. is beautiful, and I hope things happen for you. Thank you. Thank you. It's unfolding every day. Yeah. Yes. Continue because, yes. I mean, things are looking good right now. So let's let's continue mm-hmm. that, that upward motion as long as we can. Because yes, yes, nothing yes. always come down. We're going to ride this roller coaster all the way. To all the, the way. Yes. Period. To higher and higher heights. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So um, in terms of my high blessing, one, I want to say, you know, when I was coming up with this, the the outline for the show, um, Mm -hmm. like in the very beginnings of creating the show, I wanted to do high blessings. And it really was just more because I wanted to learn to how to affirm myself better. And I came up with a catchy name that I like. But, yeah, it really had nothing to do with the intentionality of consuming while manifesting. Um, But I found that it has become such a more powerful tool for me and um, even outside of the podcast and, you know, doing these recordings. Um, Just when I come out smoke on a normal day, especially in the mornings. Or at yes. night, it's yes. become a lot more natural for me to light up and say, you know, the things I'm grateful for or what I'm looking for in today or, you know, just speaking those things into existence. And it's made yeah. it feel so much more connected um, and, and more like a spiritual practice instead of just consuming cannabis. Again, I have nothing wrong with consuming cannabis. I do it a lot um, just, for, yeah. just for the consumption, consumption. But this really made it feel like it had some connection to something solid and um mm-hmm. even if it's not you know spiritually is solid but you get what I mean um yeah it's yeah. rooted in I, something it, yeah right it really um became a thing just like um the the temp check asking how I never would have thought that that would be something that really impacted people but every person I've that has come on has said from mm-hmm. day one has said oh thank you wow. so much for asking God, people don't ever mm. like it was just a nonchalant thought of how we set this up and you know being nice yeah. to people and I'm like wow, wow. something so small or something so that I never gave second thought to yeah um, is so meaningful to somebody else mm-hmm. and that really really just warms my heart but I think those two things um being more intentional about my affirmations and especially during my consumption of cannabis and um, hearing the feedback of oh I really appreciate being asked how I'm doing today because I don't hear that enough I think those are probably two of the best uh, outcomes of mm. the podcast for me they just really kind of touch me in a nice little special spot in my heart yeah. I love that for you thank you for yeah. creating what the community needed you know we get into these things creating spaces for ourselves not even realizing that our sister needs it too. Our brother needs it too, you know? So yeah, thank you for the space. Exactly. And um, yeah, 
I'm working on taking in compliments. Um, so receive I appreciate it. you saying that. Yes. Receive it. Just open up your heart and receive it. Say thank you, you know? It's okay. Yes. <laughs> um, it's okay. I love that. And I appreciate you saying that. Um, my high blessing is a, a little bit more of a mantra for me, or it's going okay. to be a mantra for me, at least over the next few weeks, months, whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. it is routine is the key to consistency. I and okay, I know yes, my listeners yes. do this all the time. I struggle so much with consistency. It is like my kryptonite or something. Um, and I heard it. I heard somebody's. I don't know if it was a commercial or a YouTube mm-hmm. or what, but I heard it the other day, and they said routine is the key to consistency, and it was like a light bulb moment for me. I have not mm-hmm. had a routine since COVID started. Since okay. I was home. And didn't have to go into the office every day. I have not had a solid routine since then. And I think that that is a reason why I struggle to stay consistent. Where before, I had a, it was not easy, but it was easier than it is now. And I think it's because I had that structure. I had to get yeah. up and get out of the house at a certain time. I had to you know, do all these things at a certain time because I had to go to work. And then after, once I'm out of the house, it's a lot easier to you know do the things, yeah. you know, go to the gym. Getting out of the house is the hard part. And so, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And, you know, with it being, I don't know when this is going to release, but um, we're recording on October 1st. So, with it being the <laughs> beginning of the month and the beginning of the, the last quarter of the year, I really mm-hmm. want to lock in my routine so that I can make this year, the end of this year, as impactful as I possibly can. And, and that's in every yes. facet life like work my business my health you know being with family and all that like getting things into a routine so that I can thrive because that's what I know okay you got it and and honestly that aligns with like the energy of the year because we're in year seven which is the year of completion so this is where, you know, the, the endings are happening, the, the new beginnings are forming. So you're right in line with that. I think now is the perfect time, especially we're wrapping up the end of the year where we're headed to an eight year, which is all about abundance and prosperity and infinite, you know, um, <clears throat> infinite possibilities. So that's where that energy just expands. So the things that we're doing now, focusing now, implementing now is going to carry us and, and only grow. Uh, next year so you're right on track with that I love that thank you for you know people say validation you shouldn't seek validation and I understand that you shouldn't seek it but validation feels fucking good I don't care what nobody said validation feels good it feels good to hear somebody say you're on track yeah so I very yeah maybe confirmation you're right maybe confirmation is a better word than validation but Sometimes you just like to hear like, yes, you're doing, you're, you're on the right path. Your thought process right now is making sense. Yeah. You're not crazy. (laughs) You're not crazy. (laughs) So I'm going to take a hit to both of our high blessings um, and manifest those. And I hope both of us get everything we are seeking and everything we deserve because I believe what I'm seeking is exactly what I deserve. Hey, I love that. 
I just came up with that off to my head. I was like, ooh, we're going to have to use that as, as a clip or something. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Oh, I have baby lungs. I cough all the time. <laughs> I just say it's, it's pushing down the intentions into my soul, getting down all yes. into the space. Yes. Yes. I think the same way. <laughs> that is so funny. I've never heard anyone else explain it like that. I told you, I told you, whatever that moment was on Instagram, I was like, oh, I was like, oh. we we Kendra's Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into this uh, one talk before I completely lose my mind. This is why I have to have an outline. <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about herbs talk today. About herbs. Uh, herbs and herbs. Okay. That's what I think I'm gonna name this episode. It's herbs and herbs. Uh, okay. because we got the cannabis, and then we got the other herbs that are like great. But I don't know anything about herbs. I've tried smoking blends once, and mm-hmm. there was one that I really liked. I forget which one it was. It was lavender. It had something with lavender in it because I love lavender everything. Um, okay. And it did feel like it kind of intensified the experience. So that was fun. But then I just stopped because that was really the only thing I knew, and it was more like experiment purposes. But I'm like, you know yeah. what? I like to know stuff. Like, I love learning new things. So I would mm-hmm. love to learn about herbs and, like, how they work with cannabis, the benefits of, uh, like we said, making a little salad and, you know, with our cannabis, with our joints or whatever, and um, mm-hmm. how that can be beneficial to our cannabis experiences. So Yeah, so, okay. Before we get into the actual herbs, though, I want to okay. talk about how did you get started with, um, like, the official House of Healing, herbs, everything yeah. that you do. I talked a little bit how you got about how you got started on your spiritual journey, but how did that transition into providing those services and the services that you do provide for other people? Okay. So when I started being intentional about cannabis consumption and working with my um, ancestors just as a whole, I started following their guidance on things and a lot of things were rooted in herbs. So it was get this herb, try it out, smoke this herb, make this herb into a tea. There are medicine women in my, my lineage. Okay. So I was communing with them and learning about herbs through channeling them and just spending time with them. And in the midst of that, I fell in love with just the idea of, of herbalism and just the benefits of it and the, the ways you can do all these things with, you know, something that we take a lawnmower to every day and chop down. Right. So I started experimenting with herbal smoke blends in like summer of 2020. And then let's see. That was a really, I'd say it. 2020 was a time. Okay. I had a time. I did. I was, I was on my shit in 2020, but, um, yes. Summer. Yeah. Exactly. So summer 2020, I started experimenting with herbs. 
um, you know, using the guidance and ancestral guidance that was given to me and just channeled and started creating herb blends. I would let like some of my friends try them, things like that. Didn't really, I joked about maybe making a business out of it, but I was at a time where I really wasn't like taking myself seriously as like an entrepreneur or anything like that. So it was just something I was doing for fun. And then um, I started working on the other aspect of my business, which is like my eroticism side, like my, my tantric side and that lifestyle. I started dabbling into that lifestyle um, the end of summer of 2020. And then from there, it just kind of opened up my world um, spiritually to the things that I was supposed to be doing within this lifetime. So then let's see. May of 2020, I decided to pull the trigger and I opened House of Healing. Um, I was doing things before then just kind of just to get like practice and just become comfortable with the things that I've learned. But fully opening my doors to the collective didn't happen until May of 2021. So, yeah, from there, I've just been riding the wave. I started out with like three different smoke blends and some other things and now I'm at five. Um, I have a whole sample set. I have two more in the workings. I'm very intentional about the herbs that I create, um, the herb blends that I create, by the way. So I don't just roll out a bunch at, at, at one time. I'm very, very specific about the blends. But um, yeah, it's just, I've been a one woman show ever since May 2021 and I've just been winging it. I don't know. The first thing about business, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I I, you would never, you could never tell me I had, art. yeah, like me being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur girl who, you like, what, what is that? I can barely spell that word, but here I am. <laughs> you know that I have to sound out every single time. Every time. I, 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 every I, single like, time. I'm I down to where I can type it as long as I pay attention to what I'm doing. Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> This is just and then I still triple check it. Yeah. <laughs> Did the little line, the little squiggly line come up? Nope. Okay, we're good. Okay, we're good. We're good. So that yeah, is, that's that how I started. Cool. I love that's how I again, started. I love origin stories. And um you're just you're somebody who is very much led by the things that you feel and you're like you said your ancestors and all that and I just think it's just so beautiful that you're able to channel that and make it your life and make it your your passion and and you know something that sustains you because not everybody gets to do that um it's definitely a blessing and um I know that you'll figure it out Absolutely. Like it, it's not, it's not easy at all. It's, you know, people's stories will make it seem like it was just overnight thing. And it's like, yo, I've sacrificed so much. Like I have released a lot to have the life that I have today. And yeah, it's not perfect, but like I've, I've put in my time and I'm still am, you know, but like my life has been, I feel like everything that I've gone through, was to get me to that point in 2020 where it's like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Cause we can either continue living this life and be miserable or you can do something different. Mm -hmm. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. You're going to lose your friends. You're going to lose some family. You know, your, your life is going to change. Your, your, (laughs) everything that you know 
has to be dismantled in order to create this life. Are you ready to do that? And that's, that's not always easy to say yes to every single day. It's not. But here I, I am. That's, <laughs> consistency. That's the key. Is it? Yeah. It's every single day. Like it's. Yeah. I feel like I was under the impression that it was like, yeah, you make this decision once. And then, you know, you just, you got the juice for the rest of the time. No, I'm not that way. It is literally every single day you make a commitment, a new commitment to re-dedicate yourself to whatever it is that you're doing. So, I love that. And, you know, why not rededicate yourself to cannabis? I firmly believe in doing almost everything with cannabis. That's just my opinion. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm picking like, up what you're putting down. Yes, ma'am. Yes, <laughs> yes ma'am. I'm like, all right, let me roll it. <laughs> yes, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, that's how I started out. So when it comes to just like herbalism and just like smoking herbs, there's like, honestly, there's over like 50 different smokable herbs there's there's a fuck ton of them right um but I will say that like one of my my favorites is blue lotus a lot of people's favorites is blue lotus um it's blue lotus is like the official a flower of uh the Egyptian sun god Ra so it's a very sacred plant um in in, um, Egyptian times and (coughs) the sacred flower basically and can induce a high and I won't say it's like a, a hallucinogen, but too much of it will will have you on one. Um, however, it really does allow your third eye to open up and to allow you to reach different higher, like different or higher levels of consciousness. So that's really good to pair with cannabis if you're wanting to like power up. It's like a little a Mario mushroom, you know, if you want to power up your high. Like Blue Lotus is great for that. Um, so, and also, so- oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, so where one I love everything about ancient Egypt like that's one of my down the rabbit hole things so I love that um, when you said Lotus earlier I thought that was the name of the strain that you're talking about but that's dope mm-hmm. to know that I Blue Lotus where I'm at because I have not seen Poseidon OG so I don't know if they have that out here but now gotcha. I know I have Blue Lotus I just love that name like it just sounds yeah. again like of your names, it sounds like something I want to smoke. Yeah, and even because um because blue lotus has some some sister plants, so like red lotus is good too. White lotus, they all do the same thing. Literally, just the the petals are different colors, and they have a different kind of taste to it. Um, so blue blue lotus, red lotus, white lotus, all of those are a one in my book. I love them. Is that- is Blue Lotus the one that, because there's, um, back when I was looking into, first looking into herbs, um, there was this one that always turned the tea blue. No, that's um, butterfly pea that you're referring to. That's what that is. Blue Lotus doesn't, it doesn't, it just turns the water brown. It, if, listen, if, you're, if your Blue Lotus is turning your tea blue, it, there's been something added. Because blue lotus will not, it will not like bleed blue at all. Okay. There's probably some dye. So that's right. Right. If it is, you shouldn't, you should not consume that. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, so there's that. <laughs> so, I know this is not on the list, or I don't know if it's on the list because it's your list, but Butterfly P. Mm-hmm. That's a name. Yeah. So, like. So. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can um, you can smoke butterfly pea. I ha- I personally I haven't tried it. I've only had it as a tea. Um, some herbs just don't resonate with me, honestly, and that's one of them. So, not that it's like a bad herb or anything like that. I just it just doesn't tickle my fancy. You know, honestly, I don't know that I'd be able to try anything that was named Butterfly Pea. I'd just be like really. <laughs> it's a beautiful, uh, you know, a, a beautiful I, plant. I will say that it is. It's just it doesn't really, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, uh, just follow your uh, experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so blue love it, and it's good to yeah. elevate the high. And there's also mm-hmm. red lotus, white lotus. I think I read a book called White Lotus. Um, and so, would you would you just do like cannabis and then blue lotus, or do you like do more more blend? I like so. And see, again, that all just depends on my my intentions. A lot of times, I just ask my body, "Yo, what we smoking? What what do we have a taste for?" Or if I'm smoking on behalf of my ancestors, what, what do y'all have a taste for? If I'm smoking to work with a certain deity, what do you, what do they have a taste for? I just, you know, it all just depends. Sometimes it's, it's one or two. Sometimes it's a whole blend, you know, so you can't go what wrong the, either way. Okay. What, what is, is the, the taste? what? For Blue Lotus? Yeah. Oh, the taste of Blue Lotus. So mm-hmm. to me, smoking Blue Lotus, it, it has like a sweet like after taste to it. It's almost like some really like watered down honey is, is what is what like the aftertaste tastes like to me. Um, it's kind of sweet, but like refreshing in a way. So that's the best way I can describe it. Very interesting. You have enticed me. Um, so <laughs> that was, is that your favorite or is that your number five? Ooh, I'd say, okay, I'd say it's number two. I'll give it number two out of five. Number two out of five. What is... I would say that my... Or go ahead. Five out of five. Let's go backwards. Okay, five out of... You remember like... Okay. Why can't I remember the name? Um, On BET, the music video countdown show with Free and AJ. With Sita. Oh, 106 in Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going backwards, and I was like, yeah, I want to be like them today, so let's go backwards. <laughs> so I would say number five, I would say Yuva Yersi. And Yuva Yersi is really good because it, like for women, well, it's really good for urinary tract health, number one. But also when you smoke it, it like, it boosts your immune system and it's really good for uh, nausea. So I like that more for like the the health benefits than like the taste or anything like that because it doesn't induce a high, but it just it just helps your body. It just boosts the immune system. So anything to to keep that going and healthy is going to always be a win in my book. So that would be my number five. 
So it's like a smokable vitamin. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> That's why when you say like, yeah. it's like <laughs> emergency or one of those that you like, oh, maybe it got a little cough. Like, let's do something about this to prevent it. That's, what was the name? Yuva exactly. Ursa? Yeah, it's Yuva Yersi. So U V A U. Yeah, U V A U R S I. Two words. Yuva Yersi. Okay, I'll have to look in that because you know I'm not good about taking vitamins, so maybe I could just throw some really good. <laughs> I don't know what it is about vitamins. Hey. I'm just not good about taking them, no matter what I do. Um, yeah. So you know, we'll have to find some other ways to get these get good them in. things. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Okay. And what what do you think that one? What would be the taste? Cause you know that I think that's the thing is like I'd be worried about is it gonna make my weed taste funny? So no, so I'll say this with with Yuva Yersi, it's more of an earthy type of taste behind it, so it doesn't affect that won't affect the the taste too much. The herbs that will affect your taste are gonna more so be what you want for added flavor. So like sage, sage is good. Um, sage is, you can smoke sage. So that's going to actually affect the flavor a little bit. Um, you can use like spearmint. That's going to give you a, a minty flavor. So Spearmint is a, a plant? A plant? Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a fa- flavor of gum. Mm-mm, girl, it's a whole plant. <laughs> it's a, yeah. She teaches stuff today, yeah. y'all. That is amazing. I didn't have to do that. You said spearmint. That's not real. That's not real. It's just a flavor. That's crazy. So what yeah, is, and like rose petals will give you more of a floral. I'm sorry. What did you say? Is spearmint and mint the same thing? No, because there's peppermint and then there's spearmint. There's there's a peppermint plant. Yes. So when we say mint, it's peppermint. That's what, okay. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I thought mint flavor was like peppermint. But I thought, or, or I thought yes. mint tasted like peppermint, but I didn't realize that there was a whole separate peppermint. Plant. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many plants in the world. See, that, see, that's the thing. They don't teach us these things. These right. are the things that we need to be learning in school, but they don't do it. They don't want to teach that. <laughs> That's crazy. There's whole three whole different mint plants. Yeah, and probably more. Um. Okay. Took a little sidetrack there, but um, back on track. So five. Yuva <laughs> Yersi, which I'm calling the vitamins. Yes. Um, yes. What's number four? Number four, I would. say say I would say go to cola <laughs> now go to cola is really good for brain health it helps promote um, concentration it also like balances your masculine energy and balances like your willpower and your strength so that's always good we always need that um, it helps to relieve like stress mental fatigue memory loss um, and it just elevates your your mood, your vibe. So that has a 
I would say a slightly earthy but sweet uh, taste to it when smoking because um, it kind of looks almost like little tiny like really fine like twigs in a sense um, so it kind of has a more of a woodsy I'd say slightly woodsy with a little bit of earth and like sweetness to it so that sounds like something that would probably be good um, with a sativa or like, you know, I am a huge fan. I love a blunt and coffee every morning. Um, yeah, it's really good for the morning. Yeah, matcha and, yeah. and a blunt. And that sounds like it would be something to good to throw in there, get you going in the morning, get you concentrated. Yeah, it's almost, it's like nature. It's one of nature's like natural caffeine. So that's a perfect like wake and bake. It's Godu Cola, G-O-T-U. K-O-L-A. Go to Cola. That sounds like you're telling somebody to go to, like, a country. <laughs> <laughs> but, or, you know, or go to Cola. Like, to basically, Cola. that's probably means get your ass Right. Okay, so we have the vitamin. We have get your ass up. And then yes. is number three. Number three. Number three, I would say, ooh, I'd say rose petals. Um, so does, you know, does that do anything beyond the look? It's an aphrodisiac. Oh, well, there you go. Because I was like, I know people like, use rose petal blunts and stuff like that, but I was like, is it just for the look or is there like additional benefit to it? And mm-hmm. it it's an aphrodisiac. Yes, yes, yes. It's very good for, it's really great for, for sensual expression, like roses mixed with Damiana, like now Damiana, anyway, yes, rose petals are great. (laughs) Yes, if you're trying to, who's Damiana? Who's Damiana? She sounds like she got some shit going on. Okay, so okay, so I'll tell you this because we did go over number two because that was the the blue lotus. So my number mm-hmm. one would be Damiana. I love okay. Damiana. It Damiana is that girl. Like she gets the kitty purring, the sacral on point, the waters flowing the way it needs to. Like Damiana is. Mm. God did her big <laughs> okay, one with Damiana. Okay, okay. <laughs> like I'm yes. Good. So yes, Diane is really good. Rocking stuff over here. Um, so, <laughs> is that something you prefer to smoke, or would you rather that in like a tea? So, I like a little bit of both. You know, like if you're gonna if you're gonna roll up, or or you know what, this is what I like to do sometimes. I like to get some wine, but then I'll let some Damiana soak in it for a minute like some weeks you know what I'm saying like I'll let that not like ferment but just let it soak for a good like week or so in the fridge let it all just infuse through that thing you know and then you have this beautiful like little love potion here you could throw some roses in there some jasmine in there too just have a time with those those three uh combo of herbs but have that with um have that with a a blunt with some damiana mixed into it child she just now listen, I'm not, I'm, yes, now I'm not, I'm not liable for any babies that um, are conceived <laughs> during these type of shenanigans. Because they will no. be mad. 
how you have those words. She said something in the wine. I said, oh, man, she's she giving it. I said, Hold on. I said, yeah, I'm glad this is recorded because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to all of this down. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, you have been warned. I have never heard it. And so I'm very excited to like see what she do. Like, so everybody else got a name. So I think I love naming things. I keep saying this. Yeah. Uh, Damiana going to turn you into Damiana. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. It is that girl. It is that girl. People, you know, some people, they prefer their, what is it, that royal honey, royal jelly, whatever that stuff is. Y'all can have that. Give, give me Damiana. <laughs> yep. So is Damiana just curious, is, is it good for the men's and the women's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's probably a lot better than the little white pills mm-hmm. that the little white pills they make in the manufacturing stores yes 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 absolutely yeah because i i really think uh i'm trying to be more conscious about the type of medicine that i actually use and so plant medicine it should always in my opinion be at the top of the list so i love to know that there is alternatives for all these different things like i would have never known the only herb that i really know about is lavender and that's because again i okay. love Everything, the smell, okay. the relaxation, like lavender tea, oh, lavender coffee, oh, it's just so good. Cool, okay. It's yeah. just so good. But Lavender's I'm going to have to try the Tatiana wine. Because <laughs> that sounds like Yes. And that's the thing, like, you can do a lot with herbs, you know, like, as long as you know what you're doing, because some herbs you can't. Some herbs aren't best to be smoked. Some can't be ingested. You know, you have to really know what you're doing when you're working with herbs. But they're so versatile and it's so easy to incorporate them in the things that you're already doing, you know, and just put more more health benefits into the things that you're doing, too. Mm-hmm. So and I know this wasn't on the on the outline, but can you just, you know, disclaimer for a few people? Um, what are a few herbs that people should absolutely stay away from ingesting or consuming? Um, I think the biggest, so people, have, I'll tell you what people have asked me about because people have asked me about eggshells. What? Um, Why yeah. would you do that? So Is- eggshells are really good for spiritual like, cleansing. And I think they were wanting to do some sort of like smoke cleanse, literally. Mm-hmm. And they asked if that's something that they could ingest. So that's that's one. That's a no go. Um, let's see. I'm glad that you explained another. the thought process behind it. It made much more sense when you explained the pro- thought process behind that. Because I was like, I'm confused. Why are we smoking eggshells? Yeah. Okay, yes. That thought process yeah. does make a lot more sense than whatever was going on in my head. Yeah. Um, let's see. What's another one? So, willow bark is one that you don't want to smoke. Um, 
you so I, I feel like basil is a question mark because I see conflicting information around it and usually when I see that it's just going to be a no for me um so that would be one and then we're on the side of caution then figure out the hard way yeah and then people have asked about um wheatgrass which i get why they would ask about wheatgrass but that that's a no-go too mm, yeah i've I think I tried the Jamba Juice wheatgrass thing one time. I mm-hmm. distinctly remember eating grass as a child to see what it tastes like. Uh, it wasn't great. <laughs> I think we, we all have. Yeah, it wasn't great. And then when I tried the wheatgrass, I was like, this feels familiar. And I don't like it. So I mm-hmm. don't know that I would try to smoke it. But again, I can understand because you know the health benefits why you would say, hey, is this a thing? Yeah. And then I do also want to just throw out there, like if you're anyone who's curious about herbs or purchasing them in whatever way to consume them, you want to make sure that especially if you're ingesting them in any way, whether it's through a tea or creating a smoke blend of your own, that, you know, you go for like certified organic herbs. You, you want to make sure that they can be as pure as possible. Um, and then also... Because I know a lot of people do smoke like rose petals. That's a really popular uh, petal to roll up in as well. But when you're doing that, you want to make sure that you're not getting your petals from like a a traditional florist because they use pesticides. So you would want to make sure that they're pesticide free. Any sort of um, plant that you're smoking, any sort of petal that you're smoking, you want to make sure it's pesticide free. Yes, no... Uh, conscious consumption, which means knowing that you do not want to consume chemicals and making sure in every way that you can uh, that yes. you're not consuming those chemicals. Right. Um, That's very important. Right. We do live in America, which means that pesticides are everywhere. Um, Unfortunately. Yeah. And I'm not like environmentalist I mean don't cut down all the trees and all that but I know enough to know that I don't want to do pesticides yeah any of that stuff absolutely another disclaimer there please make sure you get your stuff from a reputable source that has made it clear that they are not going to try and kill yeah and shop local if possible check out your your mom and pop places farmers markets Shop mm-hmm. there first before hitting up, you know, Amazon and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or the, um, if you don't have anybody local, there's plenty of small businesses online that sell exactly yep. what you're looking for and that can give uh, support to their local community. I'm a firm believer, always say, give a black woman your money. Um, and it, yes. if you can't find yes. one, hey, guess what? We found one for you. Her name's Malia. She's been okay. sitting here talking to us for this whole time. <laughs> Shop the apothecary. Yes. Shop the apothecary. <laughs> now see healing.com. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, so I, I love the list. I'm going to make sure to put together some type of slide with all the information that you gave us today because I know it's a lot. 
and um, I can't remember shit. I have a memory of the goldfish, so I'm going to put all this together so that our listeners can get all the wonderful information that you provided. Um, yes, of course. Uh, really about, I really want to like stress the importance of not smoking things that she said not to smoke and to do your own research um, before you consume anything to make sure that you are being informed as you consume. Um, just like yes, with yes. cannabis, you want to make sure you know what you're putting into your body. Just like with anything, really. You should know what you're putting Absolutely. into your body. Um, that was a lot of really great information. I really, really appreciate <laughs> you sharing all those. Of and I course. really, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to go find some, I, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm probably just going to order from you because, you know, I'm a, a girl of okay. ease. And so I know where to order Period. from instead of trying to go Period. find it on my own. Um, but yeah. yeah, I can't try some of these in my next smoke session. So, yeah. uh, the blends that I you have do. a blend with lavender, so I think I think you would love too. So yeah, see, just said the magic word. <laughs> uh, what, that you do? what do you think? Like, what would you say are is your favorite, and which one is your top seller? Because yes, we're doing a show. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm very connected with every single blend. They all have its own. Um, story, experience, um, birthing process. So they're like my babies. It's hard to say that I have a favorite. It's very hard because I love them all for different reasons. Um, I will say that the one that I find myself gravitating to the most, which is also one of my best sellers, is the Nirvana blend. That's a blend that has um, mullein leaf, um, blue lotus, clipdaga, uh, wild lettuce and spearmint in it and it, it mimics a high like you don't have to add cannabis to this particular blend but if you do it just elevates the experience 10 times more um clip daga is known as um wild a wild a cannabis not cannabis plant but the effects are very similar to uh, the high that THC would give you. So that compared with the blue lotus mixed with wild cannabis, which is, which lives up to its name. It's just, it's hit after hit after hit. It's one of my top favorites. Um, and top bestsellers. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank yeah, you. Thank sounds you. Amazing. People love it. People, yeah. people love that blend. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, did my thing I, on that one. <laughs> Sounds like something that would be like for all those people out there who maybe can't smoke for whatever reason. Um, yes. Yes. Or whatever reason, it sounds like a very suitable um, alternative. And so. Yeah, like I have people who take tea breaks, so they use that instead. I have truck drivers, people you know who get uh, drug tested often, who still want to you know partake without losing their their livelihood and that's the blend that works for them so yeah that's amazing so i know that the house of healing does mm -hmm. more than just herbs um mm -hmm. and so tell us more about your mission what else you do how else can the people give you your, their money because again i fully believe you should give a black woman <laughs> Why not give this black woman your money? 
you know what you're right so outside of the apothecary um so well within the apothecary i sell yoni steams for women and i also sell lingam steams for men and i have like healing oils and stuff like that too so I if you're looking for like holistic healing a lingam a lingam steam Yes. yes, men, men, mm-hmm. it, it's very much so needed for our, our male community. The same way it's needed for women, men need that space too. I'm a firm believer of that. Even that, though some of our men don't that, always act right, they need healing spaces and products too. Right. Yes. It's mind-blowing to me. And, you know, it makes so much sense when you say it. Like, of course, if there's, because you hear about yoni steaming everywhere. That's like hugely popular. Mm-hmm. But I've never, and maybe it's because I'm just like in my own little bubble of a world. But I've never heard of it for men, but it makes so much sense. If there's one for women, there should definitely be one for men because we all got to clean this out. Yeah, yeah. And it's spiritually as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All those soul ties, energetic ties, sexual partners, it goes both ways. It is needed. But yes, there's that. So um, I'm also, as you you said, a um, erotic alchemist and Essentially, I teach women how to heal and reconnect to their sexual energy in a holistic way that brings healing of the mind, body and soul. So not only am I teaching you how to essentially live a fulfilling life and understanding how your sexual energy works. I'm also showing you how to use that energy and channel that energy in order to bring forth like healing and manifestation and just really leveling up your life. I believe that sexual energy is a very powerful and potent energy. It is a very misunderstood and highly abused energy, but we have been designed to be that way because if we were to truly tap into what that energy provides, more and more of us would be unstoppable, unprogrammable, and et cetera. So with that being said, that's the space, another space that I, I live in. So I teach, I coach women with how to do that. Um, I offer, you know, a private one-on-one coaching, but then I also have a on-demand platform where I post like healing videos, um, sound frequencies. Like I have my whole like meditation set up and all of that. So if you're someone who doesn't want to necessarily want, if you don't want like one-on-one coaching, but you just kind of want to figure out where to start, I have like a self-paced module, a private membership that you can sign up for and all my videos are there as well. So those are the other lands that I live in. Um, what else do I do? Let me, uh, let oh. me tell you. Um, yeah. When I went on your page and I was doing the, what pulled me in first was the herbs, the herbalist. Mm-hmm. And then when I went on your page and was doing my research, the second most mm-hmm. interesting second thing was the erotic alchemist. And I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna have to check out these videos myself because this is quite interesting. So, um, I, yes. recommend, I haven't even taken them, but I just think that having the space for women, specifically Black women, because yes, I take pride in speaking directly to us. Um, yeah, to have that type of healing ability, especially. Um, something that is accessible in not a one-on-one setting because not everybody is comfortable. I think it's amazing that you have one-on-one yes. um, because yeah. there are people that, to be able to access people who may not be comfortable with that and still have that yeah. um, that mo- modality of healing, I think is so yes. important. Like, again, the, the herbs is what brought me in, but I truly feel like this is 
this is your 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 mission like in life <laughs> this is why you were put here on this earth yeah. real women and in yeah. their sexual whatever's you know prowess uh sexual trauma sexual healing whatever the like that is so amazingly important and powerful um and so i just love 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 and like i said i haven't even looked into the work but it's just so <laughs> somebody like you out here is doing that work i just love it so much yeah that it's is, very it's, much it's, needed the, these spaces absolutely. are needed like this is why i do what i do because growing up i didn't have this type of space you know it's sex wasn't there. being taught to me right yeah it's, you know like sex wasn't being taught to me mm-hmm. yeah it's very important that we understand our bodies and its full potential and power and that can be a very uncomfortable dismantling conversation for some people but it's very much so necessary and that's why I'm here like it's literally in my birth chart like my birth chart is is wired for me like my body is wired for me to do this this work like this is why I am here so I'm very very passionate about it I love that so much I think um it's for for a group and when I say group I mean black women um who is as highly sexualized and as early sexualized as black women are, yes. this work is so important. And so I'm just, I had to make sure I was like, I know we came here to talk about herbs, but I got to make sure we get her whole coming here because this is so important. People need to know that you are out here and people like you are available out here and there are resources to help them. And this is not even just, if you have trauma, like I think people think when you're talking about resources to help or healing, it has to be directly tied to a traumatic experience. Most of the time it is. But if you're just someone who just doesn't know your sexuality or what sex means to you or what your body, what feels good, like there, it doesn't necessarily have to be a traumatic experience to learn about how to use your sexuality in the best and most healing ways for yourself. And I think that's what's Absolutely. so important is that this can apply to anybody, regardless of what you have or have not been through. Absolutely. Absolutely. Back in ancient days of Mary Magdalene's time and, and ISIS, that 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 time, you know, there were schools where for for girls where they were able to learn about all of this stuff. They were able to tap into the alchemy of of their their pussy essentially you know like they were they were being taught how to be coochie conjurers literally right <laughs> and like it wasn't rooted in in trauma it wasn't anything it, it, th- those spaces are needed very much so to this day you know so if anything we're bringing it i'm taking it back a little bit you know to it's how things used to be but it's 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 very much needed it's very forward movement but it's it's rooted in in what we've been doing since well, I think, um, like you said, it's what used to be. It's always fascinating to me. I don't remember what it was that made me first realize it, but to realize, to look back in history and see that women were really the ones who were the ones in power and they were the heads of household and they were the ones who wore the, like you said, coochie conjurers. They were the ones who were um, in the position of power when it came to sex. And mm-hmm. 
then we got brought over on some boats and in the midst of the ocean somewhere all this shit got flipped around and all of a sudden men were supposed to be the ones that were in power and I am all here for the movement back to yeah. our rightful place what I feel and, and, and you know this is how you do it. You you teach the masses, and then the masses teach those more masses, and eventually they start to see like we are not the ones to be fucked with. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. It's it's time for the divine feminine to have her her equal right place on the throne. You know, it's time. <laughs> it is time. Is the uh, most powerful piece on a chessboard. I don't play chess, but I really always wanted to learn because I feel like it's a thinking man's game. And like I said, I like to think. But I do know that the queen is the most powerful piece on the entire chessboard. And everything around it is protecting her. Everything else on the board is to protect the queen. So that's why I, I used to hate when people would be like, oh, yes, queen. Oh, yes, queen. And I'm like, I, I started to realize how much power is really in that word and that title. And I'm like, yes, I want that. I want that. I want that for you. Gotcha. I, want that for me. I want that for everyone. Every black woman. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're going to embrace it. Absolutely. Gods and goddesses too. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. All of it. All of it. All of it. Well, yeah. this has been absolutely amazing, enlightening, uplifting, inspirational, yeah. intentional, all of these mm-hmm. wonderful, are they adjectives or adverbs? Adjectives? I don't know. Wasn't great with grammar or parts of speech. <laughs> all of these wonderful words. <laughs> this has been yes. amazing. This has been amazing. Um, Absolutely. As you knew. <laughs> um, so I want to say thank you first for coming through um, and dropping all this, dropping just gems upon gems upon gems. Um, but before we get out of here, um, we always like to wrap up the show with a random ass question because what is okay. highness without randomness? Uh, okay, all right. So I have a list of questions. They're numbered four through 20. Okay. Uh, go ahead and pick a number and I'll ask that question. 13. Okay. Uh, number 13 is what is the first thing? You wash in the shower. <laughs> the first thing, let's see, my neck. I like go for <laughs> like the ear of the neck and then on down. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it crazy how you have to like you have to figure it out? Because I realize yeah, because like you just most of the time it's so mindless when I'm in. The, like I love being in the shower because that's where I go to. Think. Yeah. So most of it's yeah. such an automatic thing. I think mine is like my forearms. Like always yeah, my that forearms. makes sense. Yeah, and then I go up shoulders, chest. It is very. It's literally yeah. the same exact routine every time. Yes, every time. every time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I always start with my right side. It's like I go over with the yeah. left. It's all, every time. Oh, I go. I always start with my left because I'm right-handed. Are you left-handed or you just happen to? Go I'm right-handed. Right? Okay. So yeah, yeah, I always right-handed. I everything with my right hand. Um, gotcha. And so, like, even taking a shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. I wonder, I, without mm-hmm. being weird, 
Um, feel free to let us know. Will you, what is the first thing you guys watch in the shower? Once this um, comes out, leave a comment. <laughs> I am, uh, I don't want to say begging for comments, but I am uh, profusely asking for mm-hmm. comments on the, the podcast. It really helps our engagement. Um, so I'd appreciate it. if anyone has anything to say about what is the first body part that they wash in the shower. Again, please don't be weird. Um, <laughs> so I just want to say once again, thank you to my smoking yes. Before we get out of here, of course, we got to let the people know where they can find you. How can they find you, support you, give you their money, learn things from you, all that stuff. Yes. So my Instagram and TikTok is at official house of healing. I do have a YouTube channel, which is at house of healing, uh, YT. And then let's see. So all of my products, all of my offerings, my coaching, my private membership, everything is my events. Everything I offer, um, can be found on my website, which is official house of Beautiful. So definitely follow her. Like I said, go support, interact, and absolutely give her your money. I know I'm. I'm really uh, considering that. What was the smoke blend that you said the most popular one? Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah, you made that sound real mm-hmm. good. Like I like something. It I is. Love. I'm very intentional down to the name. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I think um, I may have to go support myself. Um, so once again, just thank you so much for coming through, smoking with me. This has been an amazing time. Learned so much incredible information. And honestly, your presence brings a a sense of calm, um, a sense of kinship and like, kind of inspiration like oh yeah I want to go do stuff I want to go find you know not find my passion but find my way I want to go follow my guides and do all these things and you know yeah you know I don't know if I'm moving to a random state or city that I don't know about yet but I don't quite there yet you definitely make me want to follow my soul I think that's what I'm trying to say yeah so I really appreciate your energy your knowledge mm-hmm. or self. Um, Thank you and, so much. Yeah. This this was an honor to be here. This has set the tone for the rest of the podcast that I will do, you know. So thank you for holding this space for me, for us, the collective, and thank you for showing up. Yes. You know? Thank we'll you. We'll definitely still, we're going to have to stay in touch. Like I said, I really feel a kinship. Uh, oh so. yeah, you're not gonna get rid of me that easily yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be yeah. back, y'all. <laughs> I keep saying I need to go visit Florida. I may not be moving, but I can visit. visit. Listen, we gonna have a time. We yes. roll up on the beach, have a time. Yes, 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 yes. All right, so I think we're going to go ahead and get out of here, you guys. Um, you heard where you can follow uh, Malia. Uh, official House of Healing on IG t- and TikTok and YouTube House of Healing mm-hmm. YT. Her website, officialhouseofhealing.com. And you guys can follow us on Bluntly Black Girls on IG, Bluntly BLK Girls on Twitter, and visit the website, www.bluntlyblackgirls.com, for more episodes. Oh, and final announcement 
by the time this episode is out, I will have released our brand new Bluntly Black Girls news newsletter um, called The Stash. Yes, where I will provide a monthly roundup of strand reviews, industry news, mental health, self-care tips, plus much, much more. Um, like I said, there's always stuff going on in here, so you guys are going to get a little peek into this chaotic brain of mine. Um, so you guys can si- uh, sign up for the newsletter through the link in our IG bio or on the website. Again, www.bluntlyblackgirls.com. And then when you sign up, you'll also get a free downloadable version of the Intentional Highness Journal entry pages. So you can be intentional with your next high on the go. Comment, rate, subscribe, talk to me. Let us know what you think about the episodes. Let us know if you've tried any of these um, herbs. What's your favorite? Which one are you going to try next? All of this good stuff. If you have any questions for me or our guest today, definitely hit us up. Smoke a blunt, drink your water, and fuck what anybody got to say about being a bluntly black girl. And period. Yes. Bye, everyone.